Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. Hut, 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 I am on the unhappy scale. <laughs> I am an unhappy camper. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine the camp you would send people to. That's like this really unhappy camp. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's like the 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 Doctor Pain scale, you know. The, oh yeah, the camps. yeah, yeah. So, uh, at what point do we make a joke about football camps? I feel like there's a segue into football camps here, but I'm just too tired for it. I, I am. <laughs> I, I I also I mean you know we can't we can't spoon feed everybody these jokes you know I mean like camps football I don't know work it out get off your ass and make some humor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chief Wiggum when you know like Marge finds the person who robbed her and like beats the mess out of him and Chief Wiggum is like yeah I don't see the rest of you finding your own criminals that's right walk away. <laughs> All right, so we played. Tecmo Super Bowl. And Are you sure about that? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's like a sort of synopsis version of what happened here. So we played Tecmo Super Bowl, and I had this grand idea because of a comment that a, a coworker audience member made at work. We were talking about sport ball games, and they were like, oh, did you know? Tecmo Super Bowl is actually still updated. There's like these crazy fans in the modding community that have been continually updating Tecmo Super Bowl with modern stats the way you would with like a Madden game. And so I got the insane idea that we would compare Tecmo Bowl to Tecmo Super Bowl. What I screwed up is that there's Tecmo Bowl, then the sequel, Tecmo Super Bowl, and that's the game that has been super heavily modded. So okay. staring I, I, down. I can follow your logic a little bit better now because yeah. <laughs> from my seat is it was like, well, we're going to play Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Super Bowl. And I was like, okay. And then so I played Tecmo Bowl and then played Tecmo Super Bowl. And you're like, no, that's the wrong Tecmo Super Bowl. You have to play the modded one online. And I was like, but I've got this one. And and it was like, no, no, no. Yeah, play the modded one online. I was like, but. <laughs> Why are we playing two games? I don't know what's happening. And then you're like, okay, well, we're, we'll, we'll just play Super, Tecmo Super Bowl. I was like, okay. And you're like, wait, not the one for the Switch, right? And I'm like, there's <laughs> one for the Switch now? It's like, well, it's because it's in our suite of nostalgic games for the Switch. It's like, because that's Tecmo Bowl. And I'm like, this, has, this has gotten way out of hand. Yeah, no, it completely <laughs> fell apart. And the thing is, if I'd had all this information at the start, I would have said, let's just play Tecmo Super Bowl because that's the one that the modding community seized on. And that's, I want to see the original that that community seized on. But because I was trying to do this insane comparison and I, I drew the wrong names out of the hat, it 
it worked out in a way because when I broke down and was just like, okay, this idea isn't going to work. So we're going to just play the game. Like we would play a regular game and we won't, there will be no gimmick, right? <laughs> we will just play the right. game. And the one we settled on is the one I would have said we should have played if we were just picking one anyway. So Excellent. when, th- when the, when the failure condition happened, the airbag deployed and everything was fine. So everyone survived uh, the terrible accident that was the gimmick that could have been this episode. And it, it, <laughs> it worked out in an extra fun way because now I get to say, if you like this game or if you still like this game after this episode, uh, or if you like this game more after this episode, right? If, if you want to go play tech mobile after this, uh, don't go Super Bowl. well any of them don't yeah. try and go find the the cartridge at a flea market or something you can go to techmobile.org and download any of like the last 12 years of real player stats hacked back into this game this is still technically illegal you're still technically not supposed to do this but i like supporting the modern community so i'm fine with it so if you want to play this game after this episode more or less than you do right at this moment that link will actually be in the show notes and uh yeah, that I feel like I'm pretty okay with that, right? 1991 game that the community has kept alive for the following 20 years. Like I'm, I'm okay with them downloading a ROM. Yeah, it's closer to 30 now at this point. <laughs> so yeah, how you like that? Yeah, yeah. So, 1991 was about 30 years ago. Don't stop it. So <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do this. Yeah. Um, so do you do you have a nostalgia experience for this game? Emphatically, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. No, I, well, I mean, because like I, I, I pretty much have like a, a anti nostalgia experience for this game <laughs> in the sense that like, if if we have like a spectrum of like, oh no, I I never played this. Like I was not even aware that games of this nature existed until like way later than I should have been. You know, like I mean, s- sports ball games. You know, I knew like that some of the older like baseball ones existed for you know the atari and stuff like that you know but i mean as far as you know ones that had this what's a nice way to put this this level of nuanced detail especially arithmetically i did not know (laughs) that, that such games existed because and i'll get into this later but i just decided to play dungeons and dragons instead of playing this yeah, so I, I I have an adjacent experience, which is I realized while I was writing my notes out for this game, because I was writing like, you know, played at Kevin's house, which was one of my neighbors. Almost all of the sport ball video games I played as a young kid were at Kevin's house because Kevin liked sport ball video games and I didn't. And <laughs> so my experience with a lot of games from the NES Genesis Super Nintendo era is where all of my exposure to sport ball video games comes from because that's the age that I was playing with this particular neighbor kid and we were playing these kinds of games. And that's not to say they were all good or bad. Like any games, some of them were fun, some of them were not, some of them were mediocre, but we needed something to pass the time. Like they they still by and large were video games, but that entire class of video games, I only have memories playing them, not just with Kevin, but at Kevin's house, which means because him and I were like, we played outside a lot, which means 
we were probably playing like when it was raining or it was too hot or it was too late at night or whatever. Like there was probably an increasingly narrow set of circumstances <laughs> that led to me <laughs> sitting down and playing. I also remember playing a couple of hockey games with him and I don't have anything against hockey, but I, I give zero craps about hockey. Like yeah. on, on my list of sport ball things I don't care about, hockey is, is even lower because I was born and raised in America. And most Americans don't think very fondly of hockey, right? So it's... Like, but I yeah, remember no. playing Mutant League hockey at his house all the time. I remember, dude, they made a cartoon show about that, right? Yes, they did. I, I watched the mess Actually, out of that cartoon show. Did they make the cartoon about the football game or the hockey game? Might have been the football game. No, I, I, I just slap it. No, they made one about the hockey not game? even close. I, I can uh, barely. Re- I know that it existed broadly. That's not worth slap betting over. Yep. Yep. No, continue. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> well, so, I mean, that that is essentially the end of my nostalgia experience. But what I will do while you are frantically looking for information to prove yourself right is... <laughs> is <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and plug us. Yeah, I, I'm, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, so uh, I want to say thank you to uh, new followers on uh, Twitter and uh, Twitch. Um, people who've been hanging out in Twitch stream, that's always super fun because, you know, they post into the chat and I get to talk to them. It's exciting. Uh, patrons, Patreons, uh, people who donate to the coffee. Um, all those links are in the show notes, where to find us on the social meets, where to find me on Twitch when I stream the games we play. That's a John Hodgman reference. <laughs> Because you just kind of cocked your eye, like, "What the hell are social meets?" <laughs> no, I, that's just that's the second time I've heard that in the last like twenty four hours. So I associate that with John Hodgman. I, I associate it with the TV show Glitch Text. So <laughs> maybe they so, are also fans of John. Hodgman. I I don't know. I mean, because the, the the last person I heard say it was a fifteen year old teenage girl cartoon. So it was weird then also hearing John Hodgman's my... core audience. <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> so, 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 so yeah, no, we, 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 we love you all. You, you all are the best. And, and honestly, the reason why we do this. Um, so there was a mutant league TV show where they played many sports, including hockey and football. You know, I, I was going to speculate that just because from a media creation standpoint, that seems like the safest thing, right? Create a show and then field test the episodes that are heavy on a certain sport and then make more episodes with those sports in them, right? And that's how you like A-B test your franchise, Mm -hmm. right? Just the way uh, Mickey Mouse comics kind of went away because it turned out that everybody wanted to read Donald Duck comics because Donald Duck has a personality and does things right. And in the old days, yep. Mickey didn't. And so they eventually just took all their Mickey Mouse comic writers and put them onto Donald Duck comics. Cause those were the ones that made money. Well, plus, I mean, Donald Duck is brave enough to not wear pants anywhere he goes. So, you know, and, and Mickey only goes topless everywhere. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, you know, look, I'm just saying that like, yeah, I mean, it takes some bravery to walk around topless, especially when you're sitting down, because like I, I I'm I'm not 100 percent comfortable with my body, you know, like sitting down shirtless, you know. But but that being said, you know, like, I mean, to be pantsless, I mean, the only two people I've ever seen pull that off is Donald Duck. And for whatever reason, my son, who gives zero craps about wearing pants in the house, you know, so 
it takes the bravery of either a duck with anger issues or a four-year-old to pull off that look. The, the word hero is thrown around. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. All too much these days. Uh, so visuals? Yeah, we're talking about a football game, I think. I, I don't know. Here's the other weird thing about Mutant League, though. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like you're starting to give away a sense of your enjoyment of the game. <laughs> no, nah, man. I mean, if, if people who are really into this have to Frankenstein it together out of, like, this episode, I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. Is that on IMDb, it says TV series 1994 dash. Like... Like it never ended. Yeah, the like implications there are mind-boggling. I know, right? I'm like, did it just? Is it still on hiatus? Like, I, I kind of want to believe that it is. So, anyways, we're gonna start a uh, uh, a Patreon or a GoFundMe to to yeah, GoFundMe to this, uh, revive. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, not um, revive. Anyways. Just get another season since it's apparently still running. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just furloughed. Like it's not it's just on hiatus. Um, okay, so so visuals for Super Techno Bowl. No, Super Techno Super Bowl. Techno Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Super. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Super Bowl Techno. Yeah. Bowl Super. Yeah. Uh, they're very. They're really Nessy, and I I literally have a bullet here that says Ness gonna Ness, but I think. This is an interesting time in the Nintendo Entertainment System's history because this is when they started packing processing power into the yeah. cartridges. Yeah. And I don't know for sure that this game did that, but uh, this I would slap that on because the quality of graphics between Tecmo Bowl and Tecmo Super Bowl is it, it's literally the reference. Yeah, it's the, yeah. the difference I keep making is it's it's the difference between super mario brothers and super mario brothers 3 and the only reason yes. super mario brothers 3 can exist is because they shoved processing power into the cartridge and that's how this game feels and and not to compare it directly to its predecessor but like the graphics what are super mario brothers 3 my god well yeah but the the graphics <laughs> are for the most part exceptional nest graphics like everything they are. actually looks real good like it's 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 the visuals are kind of like bright and colorful. You can always tell what's going on. The little cutscenes of like the, the, the near miss of like blocking a, a field goal kick or, or intercepting a pass. Um, the little goofy halftime animations with the cheerleaders, like they all actually look pretty friggin' good. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I, all the, the, and I do feel that you kind of to lead into one of the other visual notes is I did, feel that the the cutscenes really did kind of add something to the game you know because they're not gratuitous in the fact that they don't go on for you know ages you know it's not like you know a cutscene starts and then five minutes later you're watching titus awkwardly laugh into the sky <laughs> you know i mean this isn't it's not like that it's just a quick little blip but it does help flesh out kind of the almost it, it's not tokenized but um you know the the very nes graphics on the the screen like when you're actually running around so when you do something particularly awesome like you throw an amazing pass and the person catches it it shows like that person catching it you know so i felt that that really kind of added to my experience um but yeah no i mean the graphics especially when I, we played te when i played tech mobile i was like 
all right, this is this is about what I would expect. This is, feels like Excite Bike, but football. And then, you know, when we when it was Tecmo Super Bowl, I was like, this this has to be one where they added processing power on the cartridge <laughs> because they, they they are night and day different. You know, like it does look like it was on a different system. So uh, so yeah, so I think that the graphics overall did they? Uh, I think they aged pretty well all things considered i mean it's definitely not a madden 2020 but you know it's it's pretty good well the the thing that you would contrast between a later football game even just in like the next generation right super nintendo genesis era um is that the all of the play a hundred percent of the play happens in a bird's eye view right it, single camera, no changing it. You can't choose to pan up and down the field. It's always dead center on the action, and that's the end of the story. And I actually kind of loved that. Maybe if I was like a big sport baller, I would say like, oh, no, I want to be down in the action. I want to feel like I'm on the field, but I don't. I see football because I'm, again, not a big sports person. Like I see it kind of for what it is, which is a hyper watered down version of a war simulation right and so having the like i'm the general (laughs) up on the mountaintop watching the troops right i'm not a player i am the players right i'm commanding my side against the other side and so having that bird's eye view kind of jives with the way i already think about most sports which is I'm not an individual contributor. I'm this all controlling, all consuming deity figure in the sky. Like that's actually totally fine with me. And that I think is the biggest difference between a sports game of this era and a modern one, particularly football games, because every modern football game does the exact same thing, which is the camera is over the quarterback shoulder so that you have to look downfield and judge the throw just like a real quarterback would. And again, if I cared about football, that would probably be super neat. But seeing it up in the sky, seeing the X on the field, literally exactly where the pass is going to go, because it always goes there. And I just need to make sure that the player is there before I throw the ball or can get there before the ball hits the ground. Like, I'm actually super okay with that. And the the visuals can't do more than that at this time. And I almost wonder if something would be lost like, can you, could you play Madden 2020 with a Tecmo Super Bowl camera? Because that would be kind of amazing. <laughs> well, I think that one of the things that you're hitting on, so obviously a core aesthetic for this game is fantasy, right? You know, I mean, it's it, you're, but which fantasy are you living? Are you the coach or are you the quarterback? You know, like, and I think that that's kind of speaks to which, which fantasy are you trying to live out? Like, are you the quarterback who you want to throw the winning pass down, whatever, you know, like, like you want to throw the winning, the, 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 the touchdown. You want to sink the winning basket. Yes, yeah, I get exactly. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, do you want to be that? Or do you want to be the coach of the football team? And like, you are coordinating everyone. And that was kind of one of the things that I felt. And this is actually more mechanics. So I'll save a lot for it there, but I felt like that, the game doesn't this game doesn't do very well which is which am i you know so like am i 
am I the coach or am I the player? Because like you can cycle through which player you're controlling really fast and, and all that, which is in mechanics. I will say this though. They do a very good job letting you know which player you are controlling. You know, there is a very, very bright one over the person, the person that you is player one and an arrow pointing down being like, this is you, you know? So at no point did I have to struggle visually with which person I was controlling what I did with that information, I struggled with greatly, but I at least knew who I was controlling. Knowing what to do from that point is, is again, more of a mechanical issue. Um, I did struggle a fair amount with knowing where the ball was, you know? So like, this wasn't an issue when I was passing. It was an issue when I was doing running plays, you know? So like where, especially some of the more complicated ones where like you back up and you fake handing it off to one person. Which they lovingly animated and I think is kind of adorable. Yeah. Yeah. So like they they kind of show you like trying to hand it off and hand off somebody else. I mean, once I got into the rhythm of it, I could understand it. And again, for somebody who's a sports baller like that, that wouldn't be an issue because they know what they're looking for. But for me, visually, I was just kind of like, wait. I'm sorry. Where's where's the ball? Game? Which person am I? Not? You know, like it just it, it was a li- enough enough jarring and disorienting that it was one of the several reasons why I did not do too many running plays. If you settle on wherever the number one is, that's the part of the universe I have direct control over. That way of thinking was working pretty well for me because there's, I mean. There's what I think uh, a football team is 175 players on each side, right? So the the field is at the same time. Yeah, very crowded, right? They also I think they can bring their their kids on Tuesday games, right? So they bring your kids to game day. So there's a lot of people is what I'm saying. There's a lot of of bodies on the screen at the same time. And no matter how, how high fidelity the graphics get, there's a lot of people on the field at the same time. So higher fidelity graphics it's like i could see every hair in that player's beard and it's like that doesn't there's just a lot of people on the field right so having the gigantic flashing number one and the gigantic flashing number two which oddly is present even when there is no second player although that was kind of weird but but having the gigantic flashing number one gave me like an anchor point right and i would just say uh I think the quarterback has the ball. I haven't thrown it or handed it off yet. Oh, wait, I must have just handed it off because now the giant flashing number one is over yonder, right? And so I kind of used that. Someone who, as you said, understood exactly the mechanics of the plays a little better would probably feel the rhythm of the timing. Like, oh, he didn't hand it off yet, but he's just about to. And so I'm about to switch control to this other player. But for me, I was just like, where's the number one? There it is. Okay. Got it. (laughs) This is something I'm going to shoehorn into visuals. Um, It's really more of a mechanical thing. I got a lot of stuff in mechanics. And so I don't want to miss it, which is that the start menu visually did not really give me a strong idea of what the ideal play style is, right? So there was a whole bunch of different menu options, and I'm sure each one is oh, is you mean the own... the game mode? Correct, all the different game modes, right? So, like to me, I was like, okay, the, the what what I like obviously any player wants to do is I want to play a, a season, you know, like I want to be the Denver Broncos because I, I I am 
by marriage legally obligated to play as the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Although when I was playing uh, Tecmo Bowl, um, I was getting my my business wrecked so hard that I was like, I don't think you want me playing the Denver Broncos anymore, honey. I think you want me to make the other team, the Denver Broncos, <laughs> and then I can play whoever. And then the Broncos will win because I'm getting wrecked pretty badly here. I think the first game, it was like zero to 56 or something like that. It was oh, atrocious. That, like the, that's when your coach comes out and walks you off field and gives you some orange slices and water and <laughs> has to explain to you what the mercy rule is. <laughs> Well, I mean, actually, I, I, I know one comedian at one point said, you know, because there was a football team that's having an atrocious year. And he said, like, no, nah, man, I've got a lot of respect for those players, because imagine going into your job every day for a year and doing it wrong and still going home in a Bentley making millions <laughs> of dollars. Are you kidding me? They're geniuses. <laughs> but all of that being said is... um. So, yeah, so I wanted to, like, play a season, you know? And so I was like, okay, I'm going to play. And I just selected, like, like this 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 line. You know, like, I think this is a season play. But then they make you go in and select which teams are computer and which teams are not. And if you – the default is everyone's a computer, right? So I went in and selected it, and it was like, cool, here's the end result. And I'm like, what? What just happened? That That is a weird... And I agree with you that this is walking the tightrope of mechanics. But the reason that I will say this fits into visuals is because the other... There's the, the, the like start menu, right? Where you choose the game mode you want and the players or the teams you're going to play as. Uh, are you just playing one game or do you want to do a whole season, right? All that stuff. You, you have to make all those decisions up front, obviously. And then yeah. the only other menu you really interact with is the play selection screen, right? Do you want to run the ball in one of these four ways? Do you want to throw the ball in one of these four ways? And that screen is really elegant. And I thought, I literally have in my notes, they should have made the guy who did that screen also do <laughs> the game setup screens because I did literally the exact same thing where I was like, all right, I'm going to play this team and I'm going to go up against that team. And it just showed me the final score. Did I just run a simulation and not even get to see it? <laughs> yep. Yes, you did. And I was just kind of like, all right. And so I, I did it again and it just ran the simulation again. I'm like, I am missing something fundamental here. And so it's just, it is weird to me that that's the default is for the game to masturbate itself. Well, like it's because just... that that's near as I can tell, that's what that mode is, is like the simulation mode because their statistics and their models are supposed to be so realistic. And this is why I say this fits into visuals and this is not mechanical because you could make an argument about like, oh, it's weird that they include this at all. Like, oh, it's weird that they make that the default when you select that option from the menu. But the reason that all of this to me is predominantly visuals is because the menus are so overwhelming. There's yes. so much information on the screen in a Ness font that is all capital letters and kind of hard to read. And there's player statistics and team statistics. And those are football-y things that would make sense outside of the context of the video game. But then you also have 
all these video gamey things. Do you want to play a single game? Do you want to do a simulation or whatever the hell it is they call it? Do you want to play a whole season? Do you want to go into the settings menu? Or like, ah, like it's just so much visual overload and you don't really get any, like when you run the little simulation, it literally just shows you the score, like a scoreboard with like Q1, Q2, half Q3, Q4. And I was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> honestly i this is not something i generally suffer from because of you know basically having an an overwhelming amount of confidence and very very little knowledge that makes for not generally having decision paralysis um not always a good thing but uh actually it's, it's generally a bad thing but that being said <laughs> <laughs> is um no but i mean like, i don't generally suffer from decision paralysis i kind of did with this game because there's so much information that is given to you all at once. If it wasn't for the fact that I was sitting down to play this game to review it, there was a strong part of me that just was like, walk away. Like you don't, <laughs> there's, I mean, it's, it's just kind of like if when you walk into a restaurant and there's, you know, 30 people behind you at the line and you finally get up to the register. And then all of a sudden you find out that the menu items that you thought were there were actually just, you know, header menu items. And now you've got like, 50 bajillion things to choose from and you're like I, I don't i don't i don't know i don't know a coffee and it's like well do you want a, a, a venti or a grande i'm like i don't know what any of that means just just give me give me a coffee can i get a, a, a decaf iced coffee it's like oh we don't actually have decaf ice iced coffee we can have give you regular coffee and then put ice in it and or we can give you a decaf iced americano and i'm like i don't know what the difference between those two things are that is actually a real story that happened to me and i don't i i, I looked it up and i can't seem to retain what the difference is between coffee and americano but all that being said is um that's the feeling i got from this game was you know like just just overwhelming amount of information being shoved at me all at once and i was like uh, okay so then i just kind of went through initially and I just turned everyone to a CPU from CPU to human. And that seemed to get the job done, which also is counterintuitive because I'm like, is this going to make it so that way I'm controlling both teams? But it didn't. Yes. But you have to use the other controller with your feet. Uh, okay. And then you have to use your butt brain. So that way you can't cheat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like screen watching. So butt brain for the feet, head brain for the gotcha. hands. Gotcha. so this is i i want to i really cannot emphasize enough if you have not played this game or you haven't played this game in a while nothing we just described is mechanically flawed right no the fact the the reason i'm harping on this so hard in visuals is because the fact that this game has all of these statistics running under the hood and they let you be aware of them as the player is awesome Right. Like, oh, I want to know the, you know, the yards, what do you call it? Rushing the yards, rushing stats for this running back, because maybe I don't want to use him in plays because he sucks. Like you can see all that crap is in there. And I'm sure modern games have all of that and way more because, you know, everything's friggin' money ball now. But the way it's the way it's conveyed to you, what is statistical information that you can safely ignore and still play the game? What is running a simulation? What is playing a single game? Like I accidentally on one of the times I sat down to play this, I accidentally played a single game and I, I happened to win that game. And then when I did and it just threw me back to the title screen, I was like, uh, d- 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 
do I did win, I do it? Did I win it football? Like I thought. <laughs> did I football? I thought the oh, game. Come on, football, football. I, I thought the seasons were longer than that, right? And it it took me a minute of like, wait, which menu option did I select that created that experience? Because it's not obvious. Like, and and this is where there's this bizarre clash because my sports literacy is relatively low, but it's not zero. And my game's literacy is quite high. So the fact that I was struggling to navigate these menus because of all the clashing information and just the volume of information that's being thrown at you on every single screen, I was like, this is this is not my fault. <laughs> this is bad menu design. This will go into uh, a kind of a theme that I'm going to probably recall a number of times. So if I bring it up more than once, uh, deal with it. So um, is that uh, I believe that this game now now for like madden 2019 and all this sort of stuff where, where there are like really amazing visuals and they do a good job a better job pushing the fantasy of it i think that there's something to be said for that but a game like this where you know the the visuals you're not playing this game for the visuals right you know it is right so where the visuals actually aren't that amazing as far as like graphical fidelity or anything like that i think this would be better served as like a tabletop rpg (laughs) because it is (laughs) i mean think about it right you've got tons of stats right like let's just say books let's just say that there was a handbook that you could hand the player a player's handbook if you will that had all of the different you know like Stats and all sorts of stuff. You could build all of the characters, right? Either off of models created from actual characters, or you could build your own characters using some kind of a point system, right? That, you know, had all of their stats. And then you aggregated all of these stats into the teams. And then all you need is just the randomness. So if only there was some kind of a random number generator that was physical that you could roll that could generate a random number, let's just say hypothetically between a one and a 20, right? <laughs> that could then you know determine whether or not your play was successful and if successful, how successful, you know? And actually, while I'm, I'm on this, this little kick, the, the way that, well, no, that's mechanics. I will, I will touch on this again in mechanics, but no, I think that this game would because of the amount of it when we're talking about it basically what we're talking about the problem is cognitive load they are throwing way too much at you way too quickly all of its information that you can get but you're expecting to be able to power through the menu in about 10 seconds you know so your brain is naturally trying to process all of that visual information in about 10 seconds whereas if you sit down with a book your brain says like i'm going to have to chug this for a little while so it could be laid out even similarly but if you're not trying to like get it all into your brain that quickly, I don't think it would be as big of an issue. So the moral of the story is I think that the issue that we're struggling with is visual representation causing too much cognitive load. And I think it's because fundamentally this is the wrong forum to have this type of game. So I actually mostly agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I think if we really were going to go way off into the weeds, I think you could take the game of, I mean, most sports games, really all of them possibly. And yeah. And do them as tabletop RPGs, which I guarantee you has already been done. Um, Oh, sir. Right. Right. Like this has definitely happened. Um, But I think just like some people enjoy final fantasy, but not, Dungeons and Dragons, there is something to be said for the physicalness of it, having a visual, having the sound effects, right? That That is all stuff that I'm totally 
fine with and and i understand because i like final fantasy but i also like dungeons and dragons so i i get that they kind of serve different they they scratch different itches right um that being said when you are thinking about a football game and the 175 players plus their kids that they brought to work that day on both sides of the 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 line of scrimmage it's see i know some sports stuff (laughs) there's yeah man (laughs) there's uh, an ex- doing good camp. Yeah, there's an expectation in my mind that that is the part that will be visual cognitive overload, not the menus to get to the gameplay. And that's that is the thing that is just driving me nuts, right? And I know we're beating this horse pretty hard, but like it was maddening that once I got into a game, I did not feel like I was suffering visual cognitive overload, but on the menus I did. Like I just, it's it's a weird feeling to have that kind of an inversion. Yes. Um, sorry, I, I, I got really excited um, about something, which was, you know, a, as you were saying that, I was like, okay, let me let me double check this because apparently I am just going to be the oracle. <laughs> you're my you're my man in the chair. Yeah, man, I'm the man in the chair. But um, it, the the thing they brought up, which I thought was the name of the game, it is just the name of the article, unfortunately, which is Dungeons and Dragons and First Downs. Nice and. <laughs> Right, and it's just the name of the article. The the one of the games because it's a list of of tabletop RPGs, and one of them is first and goal, um, you know, which is that that's good. But I'm like, no, no. Now, I, if we ever create a sports RPG, it has to be called Dungeons and Dragons and First Downs. <laughs> like that's it's an amazing RPG name. But um, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you shorten that to Dungeons and Downs? Uh, that's even better. <laughs> See, we workshop. This is why collaboration is important. Yeah. yeah, that's why collaboration is important. You know, <laughs> uh, I swear I had more stuff for visuals, but I, I, I don't know. So I'll I'll give you my last uh, significant visual note, and this is going to sound like I'm kidding, but I swear to God, I'm completely serious. Uh, during the uh, little cutscenes whenever the crowd is visible in the back, particularly like when you make a touchdown or when your field goal is good, a successful try, I believe it awkwardly says, which if that is the official football term for that, that's weird. So you all know. Um, but when you, you can see the players as if you were down like at field level, so you can see the audience behind them, they use this insane rainbow filter to designate mm-hmm. the audience. And I have no idea what that is supposed to represent because if it was supposed to be like people moving back and forth, it would be blobs of color that move, not blobs of color that stay still and rotate through colors. But I swear to God, I think it looked awesome. I loved it. I don't know what it, <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's supposed to be communicating other than like, like it it's like visually stimulating so there's a lot of like emotion to it even though it doesn't literally make any sense and it's not trying to be a an artistic representation of any kind of actual physical thing that i could think of but i think it looks great like every stupid time i scored a a a basket point I was like, yay, the crazy rainbow thing. But then even when the opposing team scores a basket run, then they also get the crazy rainbow background. And I was like, this, this actually, you know, takes some of the sting out of it because I them. sort of love the way this looks. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I think that, uh, I, I, again, you know, like the 
the visuals to me were very kind of double-edged in the sense that there were definitely some areas where I was like the the actual visual on the play itself like the gameplay visuals I was like eh, take it or leave it I think my imagination could do a better job but on all like the cutscenes and all that the, the animation was 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 pretty solid um and yes successful try is that is correct like <sighs> it is it is when you are trying for an additional point after a touchdown play, right? That if you are able to accomplish that try successfully, it is called a successful try. And the referee signals that it was a successful try. Okay. So we're just going to do one back and forth on this and then we have to move on. Okay. Could you not then call all points in all sporting events where there are teams competing against each other, successful tries a touchdown. You successfully tried to make a touchdown. You successfully tried to sink a basket. You successfully tried to run around the bases. Like you could just call them all that. Well, not for me because I'm too cool to try. (laughs) (laughs) We're going on to audio now. Audio. You're going to give a, a, a huge, long, well-articulated thing. And as you're doing it, I'm like, I have to be able to respond to this in seven words or less. Yeah, I said one volley at most is all we were going to do. Volley. And you we're were good. That was like I uh, I served and you just threw your racket and went back into the locker room. <laughs> it was like, nope. And, uh, muttering to myself, one volley. <laughs> <laughs> um, audio. So, um, okay. So... By this point, when I was starting to take my audio notes, I had clearly become displeased with the game. <laughs> so, hey man, don't I, don't I give I... up the ending. <laughs> so, I know that I generally rely on you pretty heavily for uh, the audio notes. I'm going to have to continue to do so because mine aren't, as I'm now rereading them, very productive. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, I did not I did not find the music. Uh, particularly enjoyable in this game um it was it was it's very nessie and there's so much ness music that's iconic i mean you know i mean we were literally before the show just gushing about how amazing castlevania's music is right this isn't that it was i couldn't tell you why exactly it was just it was grating it was very like shrill and pitchy and so the the one the note that I have is the fact that there is no music while you are trying to pick your play is a godsend. It, it's I, the music in this, and and this may be a coincidence, or this may be just a a thing they did on purpose in the game design. The music is more akin to what I think of as the music when you actually attend a live sporting event. So if you've ever been to a football game or a basketball game, any kind of, you know, American team-based sport, and I would not be surprised if this is true all over the world for cricket and rugby, right? Sports that aren't super popular here in the States. They'll play lots of music, but it's like, for a second, right? They'll play, yeah. you know, like the just the stomping part of like "We Will Rock You," or they'll play, you know, like right. And it's like it's not they're not playing songs. You're not in the club. They're not. It's not the top forty, right? It's <laughs> it's like little bits of music to like jazz you up. And 
I would not be the tiniest bit surprised if I fired up Madden 2020 if they have licensed the exact kind of music that they would play at a real football game for three seconds as a play is about to start or while the ref is, you know, debating with the other refs about ref things, right? Like, that is probably what... About whether or not their shirts are black with white stripes <laughs> white or white with black, black stripes. <laughs> you know, ref things. Yeah, so, ref things, so, yeah. So, God, which is it? So I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think that is what this music is trying to emulate. But as far as I know, it's all original music, right? So there's no recognizable rock tunes. There's no recognizable hooks from super famous songs. It's a little ditty written probably for this game or for this series of games that they use over and 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 over. And over. So when you like every kickoff, every, uh, you know, touchdown, every, you know, victory, they all use the same little musical beat and they're all very short, but that's also why during like the play selection screen, there's no music because there wouldn't be. That's why during mm. like halftime, there's the halftime song because that's supposed to be the halftime performance. Right. And that, that gets a sustained bit of music from the minute that cutscene starts to the second it ends. Right. So there's, I, I have a suspicion that the overall lack of music and weird, repetitive, punctuated bits of music is trying to emulate that guy in the booth playing snippets in the stadium that you don't hear when you're watching on TV or you mostly don't hear when you're watching on TV. Like that's that that's the sense that I got. But all of that speculation aside it's really high pitched. It's super pitchy and it's really repetitive, right? So even if that is what they were going for, it's not, it's not super enjoyable the first time I was actually pretty okay with it, but no matter how much you like it, it gets repetitive, real repetitive. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that again, you know, I, I, I rely on your analysis. Um, but I, oh man, I just did not, I did not like it. And then, uh, I mean, one thing we, we just, you got to touch on is, the hut 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 yeah, I don't. I think that's one of the rules they're not simulating, right? Um, yeah. So I think, uh, uh, yeah. So like I said, it was just kind of like you know, if they just went like, like hut hut, and then just waited until you know, like it was because I mean, I'd say you know, oh well, it's a it's an audio cue for whether or not the game is being played, but there's quite enough visual for that. <laughs> this isn't like. Le- Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, where a guard becomes aware of your presence, but they could be off screen. It's trains; so they make a little like, Ugh, you know, like as they run towards you, and that that's good because there's a lot of motion on the screen, and you might miss it. There is nuns' motion on the screen, and then an explosion of motion on the screen, right? So you you're never really forced to guess whether or not. I mean, just like in real football, you don't have to guess whether or not a play is happening or whether or not people are getting set up for it, you know? Um, so you so, uh, you you give yourself a really hard time for your troglodyte ears. 
and you are completely right to do that. Please continue that long running gag. Um, Sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) But but I want to tell you something that I think will help you feel a little better about your ability to process audio information and interpret that, like how it's impacting the experience. Um, Mm. In Tecmo Super Bowl 2020, one of the modded versions uh, that I I mess around with a little bit when we still had this ridiculous gimmick in mind, uh, that is one of the things they changed. If if you're in control of the ball and you select a play, the quarterback will hut, 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 I think three to five times and then stop. No matter how long you sit there, he does not continually hut, hut, hut for the rest of time. Whereas in the real game, he will hut, hut until the cows come home. And so you're right. Like this is, you're not wrong to think that that is annoying. People who think this game is amazing also modded that out of the game. (laughs) Like this is, this is, I mean, this is a bridge too far. This is just too much. Um, But you, you know, you should feel like justified that you not only, you know, noticed it and thought it was annoying, but like you were cognizant of the impact it has on the experience of playing the game. (laughs) Well, and, and aside from that, I can't think of any, any other places where there were any audio cues that were, directly in service of gameplay you know like where i was being fed information through the audio that i wasn't getting visually which i mean again is fine um i can't think offhand of places where they could have added some additional audio cues maybe somehow on a on a pass on a pass play when somebody's like way far away from you, like off screen, if there was a way to kind of like auditorially let you know not that yet. they're available. Not yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Not yet. No, wait. Okay, I'm there. Throw it now. <laughs> sex, sex joke. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but uh, again, we can't, we can't spoon feed everybody. Right. I mean, there's, there's a sex joke in there somewhere. Y'all, y'all figured out. Um, that being said, <laughs> but, but, that being said is that when the the player that you're passing to is so far away that they are off screen visually, I think that that's good because it's should be harder to see and understand what's happening. They're a bajillion miles away, you know? So yeah, I can't really think of, I, I definitely didn't pick up on any other places where they were repeating me stuff through the audio. I can't think of that. I, I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. Cause I can't think of any place where I would have added stuff. Well, I, th- I think this is where the, the visuals and the audio are tightly coupled in that the the bird's eye view obviates away what would in a more realistic football setting be super useful audio information, right? If I am looking downfield because I am getting ready to throw a pass and into the basket to score a point, to score a goal, how many how much can I screw this up? So Right, but I'm I'm relying trying. I'm, re- <laughs> I'm relying on audio information around me. Like, am I about to get QB sacked? Right, like I if there's a dude running up on my side, the audio information of that might be useful. And in a video game, especially because now that I have small children, I have started playing more video games with headphones on. I could imagine in like a stereophonic, you know, surround sound game, the sound of footsteps getting increasingly louder would be very tense and exciting. And it's like, oh, the dude's coming for me, right? Like, I got to get rid of this thing. 
when you have a bird's eye view, none of that is necessary. You always know exactly where everyone is at all times. You know if they're about to tag you or not because you can see it clearly. There's nothing, it's not like the ball whistles as it flies through the air. There's no place where audio information in this game because of the visuals gives you additional information. When the whistle blows because a play has finished, you lose control of all the characters on screen the whistle didn't tell me to stop moving. The fact that the controls stopped responding told me to stop moving. Right. So like there's <laughs> the fact that right when the play ended, my robot body gave out on me and I collapsed in a heap on the field as the hook, as the coach got his player hook and hooked it under my soft palate to drag me back to the huddle to pick the next play. Yeah. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, th this is something that I noticed because as the music was starting to grate on me a little bit, I was like, hmm, could I play this game on mute? Yeah, I think I could. Yeah. I think I actually could. And I didn't get to that point where I was like, ah, I'm going to start playing this on mute. But because of the intentional, and I, I'm perfectly fine with lack of realism in the visuals, particularly with the camera choice, that actually obviates away so much you could potentially get in a more modern experience from things like, you know, surround sound. So yeah, it's, it's not to, to rag on the sound effects in this or the music in this so much as to say, none of it matters. And if you, if you're fine with it, fine. And if you're not also fine, because you're not missing anything. Well, and, and I don't know if current Madden does this, I would assume that they would do this. And if not, then, at me and you can just or they can just have this idea they can just have this idea <laughs> um but it's it's like if you're the the quarterback right and you know somebody breaks through the line and there is a now high likelihood of you getting sacked i could see them like slowing down the control inputs but also slowing down the 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 basically going to bullet time you know but then like slowing everything down and like hearing everyone's breath and hearing your heartbeat as like you are about to get sacked and especially what could be a cool little meta commentary is then if basically your choice was continue to try to complete the play or to kind of duck and move to prevent yourself from being injured from being sacked Ooh. you know like so <laughs> dark <laughs> Dude, football's dark, man. <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous it's, sport. It's, it's a war metaphor. Yeah, it's a war metaphor where people still beat the ever-loving crap out of each other, like in war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it'd be like a war reenactment where, where they used real guns. Wait a minute. Um, but uh, I think at that point, it's just, just war. Just war, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a war reenactment, only we use real guns. So war, then. Um, but, uh, oh, it's true. But yeah, you know, so, something like that where like, I could see that really adding to the fantasy aspect, you know, of, like having everything slow down and you hear like the thump, thump, the thump of your heart, you know, and, like the heavy breathing of both you and like the slowly louder breathing of the person coming at you, you know, like, and like the, the hitting of now overlay that onto the visuals of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Like that makes no sense, right? You know, so so yeah. So again, like, could they do more with it now? Absolutely. Should they have done it then? Nah, I'm good with what they did. Uh, so this is actually, I think, an interesting segue into mechanics because I'm fairly certain that modern games do have a concept of things like injuries, where it's like, oh, this player 
you know, they got they they done played too hard and now yep. they need to sit down and have an orange slice, right? And that's I don't I am not nearly enough into any sport to I don't want that kind of realism in frankly any game, right? There's a reason I'm okay playing a game like Uncharted where I could get shot 50 times because I don't want to get shot 50 times because from what I've heard one will do it, right? I don't I don't really want to sit, I don't really want to sit down to my my sport ball simulator and then find out that the character I like playing as because they're really tall or they're really fast or they're really good at the sport of sport ball has like a t- broken knee or a, di- a you know a ruptured disc in their spine like that's that's not what I come to video games for personally so right i felt like mechanically this game actually had a surprisingly sophisticated balance of things that really happen in football and not things that really happen in football because you don't want to deal with any of them. So a great example is sometimes you fumble the ball and it's pretty rare because professional football players shouldn't be doing that. But like it adds like tension and excitement when a pass is intercepted or when uh, you screw up the kickoff and it's on sides and like you actually recover it because they didn't get to it in time, which you're like not always supposed to do. And like when a safety happens, right? Like these kind of edge cases in football that in most sports, I think most people would say it's the edge cases that are like the things that make the highlight reel, right? Like, Oh, this team, like they were up by six and they thought for sure they were going to get it. But then, oh God, a pass goes crazy and it's intercepted and he runs 90 yards for a touchdown and they success try. And so they get the extra point and now, right. Or like a two point conversion, right? See football terms. I know some of them, right. But like the, the things, (laughs) the things that like, our edge cases in real sports are often the most exciting things. And because this is a fantasy simulator of a game, you could really go play. You want more of that stuff, but what you don't want is broken angles and traumatic brain disorders. Like, please, please leave those out. And, and to me, (laughs) to, to me, this is the right balance of yay an interception and, you know, boo an interception is happening constantly. Yeah. Um, I definitely I, I agree with you in part. I agree with you that <laughs> you want um, more traumatic brain disorders. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I mean, like, <laughs> just because it if if the idea of the the fantasy, so like, and, and I'm trying to reconcile this with the your Nathan Drake example, which is that like you know, basically when you're the the Indiana Jones fantasy, the fantasy is that you are superhuman. You know, and that was actually a bad example because he's not being shot. The point is that when you die, it's because you were shot once, not that you were shot for the fortieth time. But yeah, it's it's your luck yeah, running out. There are yeah, lots of games it's, it's... where the character is being shot, and you have a health meter, so the metaphor withstands. The specific example was a poor choice. Yeah, or like I mean, like even with Doom Guy, where it's like he's getting shot, but he's Doom Guy. You know, <laughs> um, Doom, Doom Guy, you don't go into no wheelchair. But uh, all that being said is that I think that, you know, when managing, if, if, if the purpose is, you know, you are managing a football team, then managing their injuries, I think, adds to the fantasy. And, and honestly, it's, it's kind of, to me personally, and this is just my own, like, kind of 
outside of the the game view of it is the more kind of awareness we can kind of raise about the fact <laughs> that this is a brutal sport i'm kind of pro just because i mean and i mean i played football for all of like you know two years in in, in high school but you know like i still have an injury that, that bothers me every so once once in a while about it and i play left bench you know so like <laughs> You know, for the people who are, you know, really playing it, you know, I mean, like it, it's 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 pretty brutal. So I think again, and and you know, if, I think it is it is an option that you should be able to turn off. You know, like to say, like I I don't want to deal with that. You know, like so I don't want to manage that part of the game. So turn that off. In the same way, in like Civilization Six, I can turn off barbarians. You know, like <laughs> I don't like I don't like that mechanic. So I just I turn them off. They're gone. You know. But um, but I think having something like like that in there to kind of like remind people, it's like, hey, just so you know, yes, this this running back is amazing. They can only play for so long until they're horribly injured out of the game, I think is is a plus um, that uh, all that being said, um, I'm going to. But, yeah, I do. I do think that, you know, the the frequency, however, of edge cases, I thought was appropriate. Um, all right. All right. Hang on. Um We've probably done as much Googling in this episode as we've done in like the last 10 combined or more. Oh, easily. But yeah. So not only do modern Madden games have injuries, but I found a Reddit thread where people are arguing about whether or not these certain injuries are appropriate. Like he shouldn't be out for eight weeks. This is bull crap. And it's like, that is exactly what I was afraid of, which is because these <laughs> these are virtual people, even though they're all real people that have just been virtualized, there's this complete separation from reality where people are just like, you know, rub some dirt in it, get back out there. It's like, <laughs> but my spine is broken. Rub a lot of dirt in it. Fine. But yeah, come on. What, what I really love is the very first comment on this thread is... I'm a wuss and disable injuries, which is exactly what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so good. I mean, like that, that to me is, you know, the, 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 a good, you know, happy medium where, you know, like you, yes, the injuries exist. Yes. We can drive that point home if we want to. And they're on by play. default. Right. And they're on by default. But if you're like, I just, man, I just, this cluttering up my game. I get it. This is cluttering up my fantasy, my game experience. And then, then fine. Um, uh, that being said is when you do get a this kind of leads into another point that i had so you know there are edge cases right so interceptions fumbles things like that um if you do get an interception or seemingly if the other team just successfully makes a long pass you are now hopelessly behind mm. you know in the sense that like once once p2 is like x distance down the field then you're just you're hosed you know and there are some weird rubber band physics but i don't know if they're like you gotta just keep mashing a or if you gotta if there's some random number generation on the back end that's happening but there were times where i caught up to people i had no business catching up to and people caught up to me that had no business catching up to me and then other times it was like they were on their feet and we were running on our knees yeah it, it was it's it's really weird and so because of that i would normally like once somebody broke away like that i'd be like well they're gone and you know just kind of moved on with life um so that was um that was particularly frustrating because basically and and so then this is my other note is that there's just there's almost no reason to ever run the ball you know because 
I did like a number of running plays and like you slowly but surely slog your way down the field, right? You know, but and, and maybe this is indicative of real football. I don't know. But, you know, like I basically I, I got the ball on the 30 yard line and I did, you know, running play, running play, running play, you know, just again to kind of get a feel for the physics of it. And after about, you know, four to five minutes, I mean, what felt like forever of gameplay, I was on like the 45 yard line. I'm like, oh, neat. This is great. And then I fumbled the ball and the guy ran it back for a touchdown. And I'm like, that was exhausting about the amount of kicking and biting and screaming I had to do to just get that in order to just have it completely reversed. But then when I would pass the ball, all I'd have to do is eventually get one solid successful pass. And my guy would just run it in for a touchdown almost every time. So the risk to reward of running, running, running plays versus running passing plays was why would you do it? You know, like passing was the clear superior option. I mean, this feels to me like, this is a place where their models broke down a little because there are, <laughs> there are certain players on certain teams who run at impossible speeds, right? So this is, there's literally a reference to this in family guy where they actually show real footage from the real game where Bo Jackson is just like running circles up and down. And like to the point where people, th- this is like a house rule, like, you cannot play with Bo Jackson because it's not fair or fun. Right. And, and so like there's a handful of players, you know, spread across different teams where it's like, Oh, that person always makes the reception. That person is almost impossible to catch once they start running the ball. Right. Like just these little places where it's like, Oh, this formula works for, 99 out of 100 players but for this one player it gives them friggin' superpowers and totally sucks the fun out of the game right and it, it's, it's just like gary seinfeld when he's talking to superman and, and superman's like do you want to go cycling cycling with you isn't fun why not it's just not <laughs> yeah i mean so the, there's i agree with you generally that passing which i think is true of real football as well like passing is more common than running plays because you risk so much on a running play, but it felt like the algorithm or the model or the statistics or whatever, like overwhelmingly preferenced passing plays. But when they preferenced running for certain players, it's broken, right? So so there's like, mostly I would say their models held up in a, a pretty good way especially for the time and the processing power but man when you when you butt up against the walls like when you're when you're Truman in the boat and the the bow goes through the painted on clouds and you suddenly realize you've reached the end of the set it's like oh here's the boundaries found them well and from my seat like honestly the gameplay for because once I got frustrated with running and once in a blue moon I would run the ball but um I, I just basically, and then this kind of comes into the thing where my, my defense. So how does defense work in this game? I, I Here is how it works to the best of my understanding <laughs> is, is it's like you and I both pick a number between one and eight, right? And my goal is to get our numbers as close as humanly possible. And your goal is to get them as far away as humanly possible, basically something like that, you know? So, or, or my job is, or or I am trying to get 
higher and you're trying to get lower or whatever, right? So so basically, long story short, is that like I pick a number, you pick a number, and then we see how these two numbers jived against each other. It's a, it's a really complex version of RPS, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like rock, paper, scissors, and 15 other things. But it would be basically like, actually, sorry, that's a better analogy. It would be like if I've got my six Pokemon, you've got your six Pokemon, and I'm just trying to guess which one you're going to use, and then I'm going to pick mine, and maybe it's somewhat neutral. Maybe yours is better, maybe mine's better near as i can tell that's how being on defense works because i know for a fact it's not based off of my personal ability to play the game because after a handful of times i do just pick the defense and put the controller down and made no difference whether i was actually doing stuff or not so yeah okay so so one of the few things that matters during defensive play is or actually offensive plays. So when you are in a grapple with someone, right? And no mm-hmm. no DM wants to do the grapple rules, right? Nope. So when you're in a grapple with I think, some, I think one time I gave I gave your character gold to specifically not initiate a grapple. You did. I was like, I will give you a I will give you a hundred gold to not initiate a grapple right now. Don't don't, don't do this to me, bro. <laughs> don't 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 do this to me. That one I think was actually um I was going to is it's like detect magic. I was going to hold okay, it for so, the maximum. So this is this is definitely tangential, but <laughs> no, what was happening was I had put a treasure room in a uh, in in an area and detect magic. Most people just use it to detect magic, um, but it, if you focus on for three rounds, the first round it lets you know if there is magic and it is a cone shaped emanation, right? <laughs> if there is magic, the second one it lets you know how many auras how many auras and of what strength. And the third one lets you know what school of magic it's from. Right. And so you're like, so there's like a treasure room. And you're like, I cast detect magic. I'm like, there's, you know, there's a tremendous number of magical items. And you're like, I focus on for all three rounds. I said, don't, 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 don't do this to me, bro. <laughs> okay. One, and then, I don't and then see actually, how that was tangential. <laughs> yeah, and then actually that caused me to change officially my house version of that spell which was round one it gives you whether or not there are magical items round two it gives you number and strength and round three it casts the strongest version of the spell magic known to the game and dispels the magic on all of the magical (laughs) items so it's actually a much more powerful level one spell which i felt made me a generous dm no totally Um, (laughs) (laughs) what the hell were we talking about Super tech mobile, super. Uh, yeah, no, but basically is is how defense worked against. Oh, defense. yes, and, and, thank God. Yeah. Okay, so I was really lost. You could have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> when you are in a grapple, you can uh, mash A repeatedly to escape the grapple or be more successful if you were like the initiator. Um, mm-hmm. So that that is a thing, but you're only controlling one on-screen player at a time. So you can directly influence your experience, but that's, as far as I know, that's it. The thing that I struggled with with defense that, it, okay, this is going to either reveal something incredibly questionable in the design of the game or incredibly uh, damning about my understanding of football, but I'm not, I take no personal responsibility for either of those things, so I don't really care, but... I take no personal responsibility for anything. You should try that. It's way easier. <laughs> I've noticed. So <laughs> so when you are uh, 
the the ball carrying team, right? When you're on offense, you have four passing plays and four running plays that you can select from. When you are on defense, near as I was able to determine, you have four passing plays and four running plays to choose from, which is not how I understood football to work because we are not the ones trying to make a score point. So the way I interpreted it was we are trying to line up a defense against what play we think they are going to do. So if we think they're going to run this offensive play, we're going to do this specific defensive play against that specific offensive play, which I assume real football is not limited to eight plays. So that is probably, I think there's like nine (laughs) at at least, (laughs) but you know what I mean? So like there's, I I think it's a a simplification of you will be more successful if you directly match, like if if you guess essentially, right? Like you picked a number between one and eight. And if I guess it exactly, then I am most successful at, at stopping you. But it didn't seem to guarantee success or failure in any case. Well, and I think that's why the because I started with the number analogy, but I think the Pokemon analogy is better. Is is just kind of like you know, um, let's say that you know you you pick a a rock type Pokemon, right? So I I don't know what you're going to pick, right? So if I'm like, okay, I think he's going to pick a rock type Pokemon. So and in this case, like I say, you're picking a rock type Pokemon, so the game automatically selects a water type for me, right? So now I am very likely to be successful against you. It's not, it's not a foregone conclusion, you know, cause like there's a million different reasons why, you know, like, like that, that mashup, you could still potentially win. But that being said is that I am very likely to be successful. Then, you know, if you know, like I say like, okay, I've got my water Pokemon because I think you're gonna pick a rock Pokemon and you pick like, you know, anything like a fighting type or anything like that, where it's like, okay, you, I'm not at a disadvantage, but I'm not particularly at an advantage either, you know? And then there's the, I picked a water-type Pokemon, and you picked a grass-type Pokemon, you know? So now you are going to very likely defeat me. You know, like the defense I picked was... So near as I can tell, that's the way that it works, which is fine, but... And that's I, I, perhaps the only way to really do it. But that means that me personally, there's no real reason for me to be on the field because one, I don't understand the defense as well enough to follow my own team's plan, <laughs> uh, whatever it was. So I'm just kind of like, uh, am I supposed to be, I mean, honestly, I had Vietnam flashbacks when I was in football, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, is this what I'm supposed to be? Is this what I'm supposed Am I doing it? Am I doing it right? Am I leaving somebody unguarded? That's going to get passed to now. Like, I don't really know what's going on. So, um, and so then that brings me back to the fact that I think it would be better as a tabletop game because, again, it's all about the team, not the individual player, right? And you know what this whole system works almost identically to? Psionic combat in <laughs> D&D. It's basically this. You know, so it's just like this. The D&D already has systems for this, man. It Dungeons and downs, you know, like just make it. We could write it, Brian. Um <laughs> hasn't been written yet we could do it so uh i'm the more we're talking through this the more confident i am that this is essentially what's happening right it's like it's a pick a number you know get the right type of pokemon rock paper scissors kind of system but Mm -hmm. what i'm 
realizing is that when you select any defensive play, which is a weird choice, you're not playing, you're opposing play. Anyway, <laughs> when when you pick your, your defensive alignment, then you, before the ball is snapped, which you don't have any control over, but I, I think the computer will hesitate for you, but before the ball is snapped, you can rotate through two to five defensive linemen. Dudes. Like, yeah, two to, two to five dudes. dudes. Um, they are all dudes. So you can rotate through yeah. two to five dudes, and if you wanted to be a jerk, because the game mechanics are exploitable, you can always pick the center linebacker. I have no idea what you call that person. The center dude. And you can essentially... The se- center. The cent- Even on the... I thought it was the center when... It's center on both sides. Oh, yeah, sides. it's the center on offense. Yeah. No, it, it's, the, it's the defensive tackles and the defensive ends. Okay, so you can pick a dude in the center or near the center and then just rush the quarterback always. And it is a nearly universal function. Like it'll almost always work because you can clip through the bodies, right? Like there's the collision detection on this is very specific to a sports game. It's not like collision detection in a platformer, right? So if you wanted to, if like you're the kind of person who sees this as a fun thing to do, whenever you're playing defense, you can just like tackle the quarterback repeatedly until the ball turns over. And that is a thing the game will allow you to do. You wouldn't probably get very far doing that against another human player, but like, this is another way that the defense is even more confusing because not only do you have to understand the footballness of it, but you can exploit the video gameness of it in a way that is only video gamey. You can't clip through people in real life as far as I know. So like you can't, well, I can't, I can't <laughs> clip through people in real life. This is why my football career came to a crashing stop. <laughs> but but, but I, I can, that's why my career as a ghost is going great. But, but this is just or as a home invader. Th- th- this is just like a weird thing about when I was playing offense, I felt like I was playing when I was playing defense. I felt like it was just random number generation. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. No, when I was the, uh, when I was playing on offense, I felt like, oh, I am I am doing stuff. I am moving the ball on defense. I literally would just I would put down the controller because I felt that a lot of the times when I was actively engaging with it, that I was more detriment than help. Like that I was moving people so far afield of where <laughs> they were supposed to be that I was doing more damage than good. You know, I feel, felt like, you know, Stan Smith when you know, uh, like he gets shot by the hunter when he's like, I'm sorry, Stan. I just didn't know who was doing the most damage, you know, like that's, that's me. I was like, dude, take me out. But um, the one other thing I just wanted to mention about uh, mechanics was the fact that the tackle mechanic, I did not care for in the sense that you, you only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to tackle because if you do, you done. Well, this is a weird about not being able to rotate through because, I mean, it's a two button controller. It'd be awkward to have to reach over and like mash select or something. But like they do not allow you to rotate players once play has started. So if you throw a tackle and you miss, it's not like you can 
jump into the mind and body of a player who's still on their feet. That's not an option. It would be so cool. In modern games, I promise you that is possible, but it is super not in this one. So, and and yes, I, I agree with you that it is. And I'm sure that it's just done through a normal visual rotation of like, now you're in charge of this person. Now you're in charge of this person. Here's what I want. I want for Madden 2020, if it's not out yet, and if it is, then for Madden 2021, to do that exact same thing, mechanically identical, right? And do the visual. But like when you do the visual shift, I want to see a, a, a quick red mist go out of the one player's helmet and then into another player's helmet, and I want their eyes to turn red. And, and then everything else, everything else remains exactly the same. Dark. Come on. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because what I'm picturing now is like, like there's the court, you know, like, like you're on defense and the quarterback is like backing up and he just sees like, you know, like a person like jump and start to tackle him and then like realize that he's missed and then just zip into another person's head. And like, just people are just jumping left and right, like just creating this C and, and all to the sound of it's like people just keep trying desperately to tackle this this all the wide receivers are way open because you know like just everyone is trying to kill the quarterback so so where 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 my jesus christ where where my mind went with that was um the animation when you cap into something in super mario odyssey Oh yeah. That yeah. that's what I want to see. I want to see me the player shoot out of the quarterback like into the receiver as the receiver catches the ball because now that's where I need to be, right? So there's a weird like elongated, you know, character model that like goes yep. from you like helmet to helmet, right? And and it's got to make the cartoony like zip in, zip out noise that it makes every time Mario does that. Like that's that to me seems more fanciful than a terrifying red mist. Blood demon. <laughs> um, yeah, agreed. Especially if the the animation, you know, so like you said, it's kind of like an elongated person, but it's the team's mascot. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, right? more you realistic know, so- would be if it was like the coach, but screw that guy. It should totally be the yeah. mascot. Yeah, it should totally just be like, you know, like the, for the different Broncos, like a Bronco just like shoots out. It's the and then, spirit it's the, of the team. Of the team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we're on the same page. Man, we should make more video games. <laughs> or or any. We should make any video games. Uh, uh, you got anything else? Oh, that's, that's... God, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've completely lost the threads so many times. Um, so here, here's my feelings about how this game held up. And I, I struggled with this in a way that uh, may be unique to this game. Because there's tons of times I've struggled with rankings for the games. And actually a lot recently where I've struggled with like exactly how I want to rank this. The thing that I struggled with. You think that, sorry, just real fast. Do you think that that's a sign of you becoming a more refined game reviewer? I love that interpretation. <laughs> no, because I mean, like the idea is it's like, and to be fair, you know, this is slightly tangential. But when we first started doing this, you know, I remember being like, this game's good and this game bad, you know. And now I'm like, well. <laughs> I mean, I've seen this mechanic used in a number of different games. I feel that this game did a decent job employing it, but not the best, but also not the worst I've seen. So, like, there's a whole lot more gray area behind it. So, you're like, I mean, altogether, like, I don't know, man. It does some things well and some things poorly. It's supposed to, like, Kiss the Aim did three things I didn't like, so it's dumb. Yeah, you know? no, I'm, I, 
one, I think you're actually right. But two, I obviously prefer that interpretation because it's generous to me. Um, but the, the thing that I struggled with that I don't remember struggling with when we played like NBA Jam, for example, because that's a silly, more cartoony. I mean, you could play as the Clintons for Christ's sake. Like that's not a serious sports game. But this game is trying to be a serious sports game. It's just doing it with very limited power, right? Just in the way like, pong is supposed to be tennis it's not supposed to be silly it's just the best they could do at the time right so i don't really care for sports games generally speaking just like i'm not really that big into actual live real human being sports and so part of me is down on this game because i'm just not the target audience and i really didn't enjoy playing it all that much and i didn't think it was very fun and i had to play a game at a time. I believe it's it's a real quote that people say like football is a game of inches. Like reviewing this game was a game of inches. Like I I couldn't play more than one entire game at a sitting. Like I just I couldn't get through a whole season. There's no way I was and I'm someone who plays 70 hour JRPGs. Like I couldn't and it's just because I just didn't find it fun. I didn't think it was bad. The game is not a bad game, but I am super not the target audience to where I was just like, I'm not, I'm not really getting anything out of this. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not having a bad time, but I'm not, I'm not having a time. Right. And so what that kind of led me to was I was like, how do I rank something that I'm feeling that ambivalent about? And I was like, I have to go with my opinion. And so being realistic that this is more of a my opinion ranking than objectively ranking the game, I had to give this nostalgia goggles because I have played sports games that I found engrossing and interesting and fun and exciting and even the realistic ones, not just the cartoony ones, but I just couldn't get into this. And I think I maybe could get into a more modern game that's got some more engrossing realistic elements, but this... This didn't do it for me. Like I, I had to go full nostalgia goggles. And and I will say with the asterisk on that, if you like this kind of game, particularly from this era, like simple sports games, not all of the modern nonsense, really do go to the link in the show notes. Go check out techmobile.org. That community is seems awesome. Like I have nothing against any of those people. I'm just not one of them. So for me, I, I went full nostalgia goggles. So I and and I have I have never done this before, but I I for me personally, I think I have to abstain from a vote, and here's why. <laughs> yes, here's why. I fucking hated this game, like I hated it. But I have I I didn't realize it until I was playing. I have never played any sports video games like that were not ridiculous over the top, like where you're playing as a tank and it's baseball or, you know, um, playing as like, like you said, like playing as the Clintons and NBA jam, you know, something like that. Right. I played those types of games, but that's like saying, you know, I've played uh, um, Mario Kart Mortal is not Forza. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I played Mario Kart. That's, that's kind of the same thing. I, I was going to say, uh, you know, like I played, you know, I, playing Mortal Kombat does not prepare you for a boxing simulator, you know? So like, I, I don't, I did not like this game, but I have no basis for comparison for, I mean, did it, did it learn 
you know, it, it, does it hold up to modern standards as a video game? It's difficult to say because I have no examples of modern video games of this genre to compare it to, you know? So, um, cause I just haven't played it. I don't, so I can't really speak to game feel. There's so many things that I don't, I mean, I can like, I can pick out things that I don't think that it did well and I can pick out things that, you know, it, it did do well, but all that being said, like how it all comes together as an experience, I didn't like that experience, but I don't have any examples of what that experience is even supposed to be like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, saying like, well, I didn't like, I didn't like race car driving. It's like, Oh, do you think race? Do you think that, but did you enjoy driving this car? It's like, this is the first car I've ever driven. I don't know. You know, like I don't like race car driving in general, but I don't know whether or not I like this. So honestly, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to abstain from a vote, but in our 2020 year in review, I will circle back around and give this an honest review. So if you, you know, stick with us and then uh, we'll do the top, top, top three, worst three, and if it's in one of those two, then you'll definitely know where I came out. But either way, I will circle back and give this one a true rating. All of that being said, you 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 owe me a good game now. Like, and none of this, none of this like 80-hour-long JRPG stuff. I know you've been going on about Final Fantasy, and it will be over my dead body if we play that one. I want to play something, something cool, something like like hip and neat, like something like the curtain falls. The music plays, the credits roll, then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself, the fanfare is gone. There's no player two, there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress, down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil, fighting the darkness Just sword in hand Your memories creep in With the end of a smile 